come around, got the whole thing wobbing. And we're back for the bonus. And if you guys have been watching the free stuff, you know we're getting ready to talk about some really cool stuff. We've been talking with Brandon Nicole and, of course, Daryl Lennox. And uh, Daryl, you were telling us about uh, the you know the yuck yucks that you're you're purchasing that you're in the process of, of getting. And you said right. there's uh, fifteen in yes. Canada, and, right. and is that uh, all of them total, or is there there's some in the United States as well? There's none in the United States, but there will be. There I'm, will be. I will expand into ah, the U.S. Gotcha. Yeah. And uh, I really love what you're talking about. Uh, you're, you're going to be recording the sets of the comics mm-hmm. that come in. Right. You're putting it on Sirius, yep. and there's money to be made for everybody that you're doing this for. Yeah, that's right. And uh, so, what, what gave you this idea to, to do all this? The club part. Um, I was um, I was in the middle of doing shooting a sitcom pilot, uh, and then I was just sitting in the in the trailer, and then I thought, you know, what if this thing doesn't go? You know, what are you going to do? Because, yeah. uh, so I thought, well. You know, I could just be one of those guys and start cranking out specials and 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 doing theaters and stuff. But that just didn't seem like it would. I would want to continue to do that right. for a long period of time. And then I thought, well, what do I love most is is comedy and the clubs. And so then I knew that Yuck Yucks. You know, I know the improv. You know, a I wouldn't be able to pull that deal off financially, and b I don't know if they would let me. And right. so I thought, well, in Canada, you know, I got a pretty good profile, and I know the owners of those comp- the franchise pretty good. So. Right. I started putting it together in, head and, in my head, and then I talked to a couple of friends of mine. They were like, yeah, we'd do it with you. And so that started it. And then the ideas began to grow and grow just from my personal comedy experience. Like, I've got a few albums out there, and, you know, once a month, I get, you know, a nice check from Sound Exchange, and I just sure. realized, well, you know, there's got to be a better way to do this. Yeah. Instead of people burning their own CDs and trying to get it on, and I have a stack of CDs, people want me to take this Sirius XM with me, and I thought, man, there's a better way to do this. And right. so I try to incorporate all of this stuff at the same time. Podcast networks, all that stuff is all part of the thing. So you have 15, 20, 30, our goal is 40 clubs fast as we can. The 40 clubs... Daytime, you know, we got lounges and, and food and stuff in daytime because you got to pay that rent. Sure. Yes. Uh, and then podcast centers. So you, everybody gets to do their podcast out of there. And so we have a gigantic podcast network where you get to share all of your podcasts on all the other networks that we have and all the 40 that is clubs. so smart. And so you just take this yeah. gigantic content and just push it outwards. Yeah. And so the reach goes through the roof. Uh, yeah. And so that's the big picture on all of it that's mighty visionary too that is I mean, so that's, modern and next level it is i mean that is an absolutely next level like that's it, that's so next level i'm like flabbergasted a little i'm kind of speechless yeah. right now covering all the bases because i mean that yeah. and and how close are you do you feel where you're able to start kicking this thing off where you're actually starting to accumulate these clubs you said eventually you want 40 clubs mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, where are you in that number? Like, do you think, like, you, you haven't, you haven't, like, sealed the deal yet where you actually have the clubs yet, right? Or no, I've, we're securing financing now, so doing all the, the term sheets and all that sort of stuff, but yeah. everybody else is on board. Head office knows we're doing it, and they're all on board and excited, and, so you know, great. everybody's ready to go. So now it's just that's, the, that's the, awesome. the paper finance people, and so... 
my family and friends investors got really excited when I, they got to see those uh, numbers they were talking yeah. about. Oh, yeah. So it's been real something, man. I learned a lot about it. But I would say uh, we'll close everything down this next little while. But 2020, you'll start to hear. I can't wait till we big change. start, to, oh, yeah. to, to, start to see that happen. Make a big note of it. We'll make a big deal about the announcement and just do waves of publicity about the acquisition and the whole thing and the plan. I mean, the, just the opportunity for a comic to be on a network that's that big, I mean, that would bring us back to, you know, the 80s, you know, the, the heyday of comedy where a comic could get, you know, weeks worth of work absolutely you know instead of just piecemealing through you know 50 different countries just companies, not, it just doesn't have to be so feast of famine you don't have to end up being Russell Peters or somebody or Eddie Murphy uh, at the tie in and then have to sleep on the car on the low end like yeah. it's not supposed to be like that it's, this is just this is supposed to be a real industry right absolutely and so if you can you know you get more work and you get a chance to have more revenue streams and it's all part of a really big 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 thing then I think that will spawn a lot more levels of creativity oh yeah and so for the so the comics don't have to feel so insecure and scared about everything you can actually plan a career like you would in any other anything else that would sure be nice that's for sure because you know it's it's extremely difficult now yeah. for, for new people getting out there sure it's yeah, extremely I mean, difficult for uh, people at all levels it's just very difficult yeah yeah. because uh, you know back in the day you could you could, like the improvs had tons of places you can go uh, you know the funny bones I and mean, funny bones are still kind of there but they're I mean what the biggest one they only own like what eight of them now yeah. right and then the rest of them are like singles right and it's still it's next to impossible to get into them absolutely I mean it's just yeah. it, it's so hard to get work yeah um, because they, improv got the, what they did big thing. so all the improv rooms are just gigantic and so you can't have a regular guy like me go in there and expect them to, me to fill 400, 500 seats every night Yeah. so you have to bring in those sitcom stars to do that sort of stuff and that prices down the market for everybody else it sure does and so if you have a guy that or a girl that's a great comic but can't draw yet and then they make the well go get some more fans that you can come in and I don't think it's supposed to be up to us yeah I don't think it's supposed to be up to us I'll be I should be able to book you uh, because your skills are good and then if right. you don't have a big fan base well I'll help you because I've got this gigantic network yeah. with some corporate sponsors and everybody so that your worried most concerns are to just be great just, if you catch some fans out of that great yeah and just just go in there and just, and just go to work yeah, yeah. do your job and yeah. to make everybody laugh and that's right have a great time and that God that would be amazing yeah just you know speaking from a guy who's just settling into the middle that would be really amazing because <laughs> i mean you've got some really talented very funny people out there right that are i mean you know off the top of my head i mean you know you're talking about gabe key a guy i'm working with this week weekend mm-hmm. uh joe deuce you know local guy here who is incredibly funny yeah. uh you know and he's working he's a, he's a working comic he's, he's worked probably in you know it i'd say at this point 48 of the states you know mm-hmm. so far i don't know if he's been to Hawaii or Alaska yet but I mean I know he's all over the place but I mean you know just getting his name out there he's been busting his ass for years you know and it's it's so hard yeah you know and it, it should I agree with you it shouldn't be that hard we should be able to put out there just like any any other yeah. industry that's right you know so There's that's tears to all levels of industry so why shouldn't there be tears to this level of industry as well, well I love what you're doing man yeah. that is that is amazing well, 
Thank you. No, I, I mean, I'm sure yeah. everybody who hears this is going to be like, holy crap, did you hear what Daryl's doing? <laughs> it's a little it, mind-blowing. It is. Like I said, I was a little flabbergasted when you said I was like, well, what? You're doing what? That's, that's awesome. That's what I've been doing the last three years. I took a year off the road and uh, really focused on it and go to all those investments and study, you know, how to do cap raises and study how to make, you know, the clubs better run and operate instead of just on food and beverage. You right. just have to find these hubs that we're sitting there have to turn out more than just alcohol and ticket sales. Absolutely. The, the problem now is most people have to paper uh, and to just to get the people in. Now mm-hmm. you're trying to pay all your bills just on alcohol. Yeah. And that doesn't always make for a great show. No. No. And so people overserve. You got to do, you do what you got to do to pay sure. those bills with the booze. So if there's other revenue streams in here and you're making money in the day and uh all those things and it takes a lot more pressure of how you can book and and how you pay your bills and how you can uh, afford to pay better comics all that sort of stuff yeah no doubt so and i got it that that would i'm just like i said i'm just like floored (laughs) i'm like my brain is spinning so fast because it's like it it, that would solve so many problems that are, are present in our industry right now uh, you know, especially with you know, just pay alone. I mean, you've got comics, and and I've gone down this road. And now you know, newer guys that are emceeing. I mean, they go to clubs, and some clubs only pay them twenty bucks a show. Yep. And you know, you got you got a comic say traveling from Lexington, it goes to Louisville to MC. You know, he makes twenty bucks a show. Mm-hmm. He's got he's got to drive back and forth every night. Right. You know, which there goes this twenty bucks a show. I mean, he's just mm-hmm. doing it basically for the experience and to get some type of scene you know i'm just using that as an example sure. i'm not saying that's actually what happened i'm just sure. saying that's an example but i mean that happens all the time right in every, every market everywhere every, there's comedy everybody's yeah. doing it yeah i mean i drove nine miles or nine hours rather uh out to virginia to do shows and you know and granted you know they took care of my lodging and my food but mm-hmm. they didn't take care of my travel right and you know that that's what it is yeah um you know, and I'm making the standard rate as a middle. Mm-hmm. You know what that is. Sure. And, uh, you know, I, I'm in November. I'm traveling, you know, another 10 hours to Arkansas to do the exact same thing. Right. And it's just, there's got to be, like you were saying, there's got to be just a, a better way to do this. There is. And that's that's what I've really been doing this. And I'm building my team. And, you know, I try to get comics, as many comics as possible to come in. And, and so we can all kind of like Green Bay Packer it and be a part of it. <laughs> our visions of this, you know. I, you know, when I see these guys that have been in the game even longer than I have, and they're hand to mouth in it, and like, how is that even possible? If you put forty some odd years in the industry, you should at least get something out of it sure. instead of some bitter stories and stuff. More and than so, a gold watch, yeah. yeah. And so. <laughs> Uh, the numbers is always the trick, right? So if right. I have the 40 and then I expand it, and then what I also have is an incredible ad space opportunity. So rather than you guys burning up your uh, cars, I, there's no way I can't go to Hertz or Budget or whatever. So listen, I've got clubs internationally. Uh, what you have is opportunities, ad revenues. Yeah. I've got podcasts and all of these things. So now they give us some money and donate some cars for us so that you guys aren't beating up your cars and stuff yeah right and so it's just a big big ecosystem that and it's been done by everybody yeah. right and I'm, I'm sure you could do the exact same thing with it, it, airlines, airlines as well. yeah. absolutely yeah. absolutely absolutely everything yeah everything yeah because yeah, there's there's so many fledgling airlines out there frontier sure. allegiance yep. that, yep. that aren't the big guys because they don't have the resources to advertise the way they should right and uh, they would love an opportunity and 
it's funny every time I travel, uh, you know, by airline for comedy, you know, the, the conversation always comes up, and they, they everybody on that plane loves comedy. Right, everybody does. Yeah. Sure. You know, I, I've never had a conversation with somebody who's like, no, nah, I don't like to laugh. I've never had that conversation. Nope. I've had a handful, and let me tell you, it gets weird quick. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Was this during last year's Halloween party? Wow. All right. And I want to say. <laughs> Daryl, this has been amazing, man. I, I can't wait to talk more about this with you. Um, we are just about out of time. Do you, do you have any, uh, any final thoughts you want to talk to anybody about? Say anything? Last statement? Whatever? Or some, some of your Jedi wisdom? Uh, I don't have any blanket Jedi wisdoms, but uh, I appreciate you giving me a chance to talk about all this stuff. Caught me off guard with your weirdness and sports fan stuff, <laughs> but uh, everything else is good. Welcome to the show. Right. Yeah. We, we don't like to be normal podcasts. We right. like to think, go things a little different way. Good. But uh, no, I, I mean, you you are the type of comic that can get on stage and you are impaired with one of your senses, but yet you can read a room better than most people. And it's it's that's why you got labeled a Jedi. I mean, because you come into a room and you just you take over. You take over the. You ever get a chance to see this guy? You'll see what I'm talking about. It's it's amazing how you just take over a room and can read it so well. And I just uh, my compliments to you, sir. It's always Thank a pleasure you, seeing you. Thank you. You're you're fantastic. I wish the hell I was here this week to see you perform, but you know, I'll probably uh, I'll probably play a little hooky and come up and see you when you're uh, performing up at the Caravan in December. Great. Yeah, that'd be cool. awesome. Um, and thank you again thank for being you, on the man. show. It's thank been, you guys been awesome. For having me. Nah, man, it's our, our pleasure. You, I'm very excited. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, it's electric. <laughs> <laughs> you got anything else, Brandy? Um, no. All right. Well, I guess. So. <laughs> well. All right, guys. At the end of another episode for Daryl Lennox and Brandy Nicole, I'm Josh Charm. You guys have a good night.